0: Great morning, great morning, grand rising. What up though? Happy, happy Thursday. What's good? Hey y'all, welcome back to Kwana's Corner. Whew. Y'all ready for the weekend? Ooh, baby, it's supposed to be freezing. Oof. I am not ready. I am not ready, y'all. I'll be real honest. I just plan to really be in the house and be cozy, watch movies. Maybe do a little bit of housework. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but mostly just be cozy. You know, have cozy food and stuff like that. I have some stuff I want to try in the family anyway. <laughs> some recipes. I wanted to get into something that came across my timeline. Um, the post was about your siblings having, every well, every child having a different experience than the other growing up. And let me give you a little bit more insight. So let's say you have child A, child B, child C, right? So with each one of these children, their experience with their parents are going to be different based off of when their parents had them. So for instance, when, you know, the parents first got married, they first got together, they're extremely happy, excited, they have child num child a right so child a comes in child a is getting all this love you know the parents are nervous it's their first time around but the child is getting all of that right so maybe two three years later the relationship has started to dwindle down a little bit you know Um, things are not working. They're working out, but not as much. It's a bit more of, um, lack of communication and things going on between the parents. They are a little bit more financially stable. So when child B is born, child B is born into like rough waters, you want to say. Because all that love that was there from child A is not the same as child B. So then you have child C that comes along. Child C comes along. And by that time, the parents have totally decided to, you know, we're going to give this another shot. We're going to really, you know, give it our all they and they're trying to work through things. But midway through it, they realize they just can't do it. They can't do it. And child C gets to witness a divorce. So all of these children, while they grew up with their parents, are going to have different needs going into adulthood. And this came up in a conversation with my sister because, you know, we were talking about my parents and, um, well, if you, if you don't know, uh, me and my twin sister, we will, will be 40 this year and my siblings and I were all three years apart. So I have my younger sister, uh, she'll be, she'll be 37. My younger brother will be 34 and we ha- I have, I have older siblings too, but, um, that we're talking about the ones that my my mother and my father have together um for this episode, and um when we were talking it it dawned on me um in our conversation that you know we were talking about our relationship with our mother, and you know she was saying how you know her relationship with my mom you know isn't the same way it it is now than it was you know in the earlier years and I had to yeah, chime in and go, you know, all our experiences are going to be different. All our experiences are going to be different just because of where we were in life at those times. Um. So my sister had my my oldest nephew very early on. He's actually not the oldest, I think I have one older than him, but it's her oldest child. She had him very early on, uh, I think we were about 15, 16, I think we were 16, yeah, I think we were 16, when she had him, and, you know, growing up in a very religious household, that that took a toll, it was just like, whoa, wait, your teenage daughter's having a baby? Um, So that was frowned upon very heavily, very heavily, and... From my mom and my sister, that left a real, you know, void in their relationship, and because of that, that put trust issues. Which I mean, as a as a as I'm a parent now, it's it's kind of warranted when I look back. Um, if I were in my mom's shoes, you know, to have the trust issues with my 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 daughter who's the same age as the one who's having a baby. So there were a lot of trust issues, and I felt that from my mom when I, you know, as I was a teenager, I never got to go to prom. Um, I wanted to go away for to school, I, I never got to go away for school. It was just like, no, you could just stay here. Um, and I, I really, really wanted to go away. I really did. Um. But it wasn't it 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 didn't it just didn't happen for me. It it didn't happen for me. Um. This is, I realized, you know, this is a really hard topic for me to talk about. (laughs) Didn't, didn't, you know, just when I was writing the notes on it, it seemed very like, okay, I can talk about this. But I realized that I'm physically talking about it. It's it's a bit difficult to talk about because you kind of got to go back to your childhood and think about that relationship that you had with your parents, you know? And I think about the relationship I have. The relationship I have now my mom is amazing it it's phenomenal the the relationship we have um compared to when we were younger and i think it's really because now that i'm an adult and i've ventured out on my own um i have that freedom to say what's on my mind i'm very respectful of my parents still so, you know um people are like oh you're an adult i'm st- i don't curse in front of my parents it's just you know plus my parents are still they're very religious so i'm not going to curse them. For them. that's just res- out of respect you know and, you know watch your mouth don't don't be rude back then though it was very be very careful about what you say be careful about what you do and because we grew up so religious it was very very like you may like something or you may want to do something but you know that you couldn't do it just because my parents would say, no, 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 you can't do that. You, you can't do that. No, that's not for you. And for us kids, depending on what age range you fell from, you could be 16, you could be 13, you could be 10. You're not going to feel all of that. You're not, you're not going to feel all of that. So, some of the things that we went through when we were 16, my 13 year old sister didn't really get that. By the time my sister was about our age, like my sister was, my younger sister was ripping and running. And I'm just like, when we were her age, we couldn't do that. But I realized when my parents were, in their relationship and where they were in life wasn't as strict and hard as they were when me and my twin sister were that age. They also weren't the same way when my younger brother was that way. And my parents were the typical, those are girls, he's a boy. He can, you know, they they did do that. They did. And watching them do that with my brother versus us girls is the reason why I'm very open with my twins. Whatever one can do, the other can do because they're a boy and a girl. No, no, no. We don't have that, oh, you're a boy, you have to do, you're a girl, you have to. No, 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 no. Because everybody can take responsibility for the things that they want to do. And everybody can do what they want to do. Not what they want to do, but, you know, I'm not going to put limitations on your gender. Or tell you you can do this because you're a boy or you can't do this because you're a girl. No, nah, I'm I'm not doing that. And I realized those things that we had go on, just in our household, there were some things that would happen and go on. And we, as kids, would all have different reactions. And I'm sure if we sat down and had a conversation about them, our perspectives about those situations would all be very different because of our age gaps because of how how we all saw our parents at that time a part of growing up and realizing that your parents are going to be in different spaces as you grow up um this is something i had a a conversation with the twins about you know and i was really i'm i usually try to be very honest with them. If I have to I don't sugarcoat stuff, but if I have to um water it down because they're thirteen. I will water something down, you know, until they're a little bit older and I feel like they can really understand what I'm um what I'm saying. Or I can give them the adult version. That's a better give them the adult version. Um I let them know, you know, where mommy is right now in life compared to when I had you guys uh, I was I was younger. I didn't really, my life wasn't really together. I was kind of figuring out myself still. You know, I know people say, oh, your 20s are for figuring yourself out. No, no, it literally is for figuring yourself out. It it literally is. And if you have children thrown into the middle of your 20s when you're supposed to figure out yourself, it's, it gets hard. And I feel like that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. But it, it does get hard and you kind of get thrown off that track because now you can no longer just think about yourself. You're thinking about children or your child that you have to take care of and provide for. So those goals and things that you wanted to attain, they may be back burner for a little while while you take care of the human that you have. I let them know, you know, me and their dad weren't together. You guys can go back to the first season take and take a listen to that episode. You know, we weren't together and me not being with their dad and have most a majority of the support come from my family um it looks very different than what they see now with bearded bay myself and miles it looks very different because not only are they seeing their younger brother be raised by two parents they're also getting to see like oh that's what it's like to have a dad around I mean they see their cousins and stuff but it's it's different when you live in the same household you know um they got to see what it's like with me having a, a, a I don't want to say a real job, but like a full time career. They got to see what that was like, you know. Now that I'm laid off, It's a little different, but they got to see what that was like. They got to see us do certain things in the home, where um, the way Bear to Bay Bear and I do things is no one has a specific role. I mean, like it was like the car or something that's different, but we don't really have specific roles. We both wash dishes. We both clean up the house, like. We both take out the trash, there's no rules, but they get to see us love one each other. They get to see that, and they I've realized how important it is for teenagers, especially because you know they, they they're in that beginning stages of dating, and I never realized how important it is for them to actually witness that with myself growing up. See, this is the thing. When me and my sister came along, um, there were moments. There were moments. I remember my dad loving my mom, buying her gifts, taking her out. I remember some of those things. But as we got older, I didn't see those things as much. So that had an effect on me going into relationships and the expectations that I had thinking like okay this is okay this is this is okay to do and this is fine meanwhile I'm sure my expectations go into a relationship and my younger sister my younger brother very different very different even if there was a conversation with my parents and my siblings had where they could be like you know this is this is the way you should treat a woman or you shouldn't do this it's Depending on what was going on in the home, it's not going to come across as well if you're not standing by your word. If you're saying this is the way things should be, it should go this way, and you're not living up to those standards. I get it. We're all imperfect. I, I totally get all of that. Yeah, but as a parent, there are things that you tell your children not to do that you don't turn around and do. You know, if you're a robber and a thief and you're great at what you do, it'll be, you can tell your child, you know, I'm doing this for you. You shouldn't do it. What are the chances that your child might like, you know what? I think I'm going to try this life. My parent was really good at it. I'm going to try this life. That's not what you may want for your child, but they see what you're doing. It affects them in a certain way. oh i i I really want to get deeper into this conversation and having to pick and choose the parts that I can really share with me, I realize it's extremely hard um for me, and i i I can't oh, I can't say I can't, I'm not ready to share some of those parts. I'm, I'm, I'm physically not ready to share those parts. And um, I apologize to you guys that um, you might have came, literally listened to a whole entire podcast, and I realized that I just, I can't fully go into that because it's hard. It's, it's hard to have this discussion it is. Um, I mentioned it before. I thought it was, you know, going to be easy writing the notes and things. And the more I talk about it, the more it's like, as you grow up, you realize there are things that happens in your childhood. I don't know if it's for you. Maybe it's just me. But I never realized this parts that I kind of, um. I can't say hide. No, not hide. Kind of like a race out or fade out. Doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I kind of fade them out to be able to keep going in life or don't think about it. And then when I start to talk on my childhood, I realized, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, wait, that happened. Are you ready to talk about that? And I'm um, I'm not i'm i'm not currently i i i am in therapy i can share that with you guys i am in therapy and i love my therapist oh man she really tries to get me comfortable with having these uncomfortable conversations but this 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 part of my life is not one that we've um we've addressed i i do want to share something with you guys since i know i can't really give you the discussion that i wanted to um i share with her this and um Maybe it'll help you guys to understand just a little bit of where I'm coming from. So, somehow we got in to talk about um, my parents. And I mentioned to her, you know, my very first time going to Disney World. You know, my dad my dad took us to Disney World for the first time. Me and my siblings, he, he took us. And um, I was 13. So, if I was 13, my younger sister was 10. And my little brother was 7. Mind you, we're all three years apart. So, he took us and... We had a really great time really great time but the one thing that stood out in my memory always even the pictures we still have the pictures my mom wasn't there the fact that my mom wasn't there really it bothered me and I didn't realize in that moment how much it bothered me so when I had kids when I had the twins and um I, I had in my mind, you know what, I want I want them to experience what I experienced and I don't want them to have to wait till they're thirteen to experience it. It was for their third birthday and um I I I said this on Instagram and I'll tell you guys as well. I took some of my tax money and I was like, We're going to Disney World. We're going. We're going. Um and I remember asking my mom, I was like, Hey, do you wanna go? And she was like, Really? I was like, Yeah, I was like, I'll 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 cover it. She was like, Oh cute, thank you super excited, ready to go. My mom is pushing the stroller. And, um, I remember the reaction on her face. She, like, the kids were excited, you know. Like, Disney always brings out the kid in everybody. It, it really does. It does something to you. The look on my mom's face. She was so excited. She was so excited. And, um... I wish that she could have saw the excitement in our faces when we first went. But the space that her and my dad were in, it, it didn't allow for them to both go on that trip. Um, she had so much fun. She had, when I say she had fun, I mean, she had so much for my mom. Now... She loves Disney. She loves Disney. Um, after, after that time, um, I always made it a habit of when I got my taxes back, I would um, give my mother a little envelope just to say thank you. Um, because I feel like I can never say thank you enough. My mom helped. My, well, my parents in general, they helped me a lot. But my mom was really there. She's really there, especially, um, through the breakup with the twins' dad. Um, she was there to witness everything happen, and it was a lot for me. You know, imagine you having, um, two babies. They were about maybe, uh, maybe six months. Six months when I found out. Maybe nine months. Somewhere around there when I found out um, that he was cheating on me for a really long time. And, um... It it just hurt. It hurt a lot. So imagine postpartum, cheating boyfriend. I mean you might have a friend of a friend or a cousin of a family member who's been through the same thing, so you understand what that hurt may be like. She was there for me and I'm just like I I, I could tell her thank you so much, but there you know, I would I would like to show it another way. So every year I would get her a little card and I would put it a uh, a uh, write it write something write something very heartfelt very heartfelt and i remember the very first time i did it i i wrote in a card and um i i put it i gave it to one of the twins and i said go take it to nana and um i was when i, I was living with my parents at the time and i was in a room and i was waiting for her to you know come and say oh you know thank you and she she didn't come and say anything and i was like I wonder if they gave it to her. And the next thing I know, she came in the room and she had tears in her eyes. She was like, thank you, Q, so much. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, thank you, welcome. She was like, no, this means so much to me. And ever since that day, I always give her something. You know, a little something just to say thank you. We ended up going on a cruise, Disney cruise. And, of course, when we go on Disney cruise, I ask her, hey, she says, of course, of course, of course. She jumps on it. She decides that she wants to bring my nephew as well. My younger sister couldn't go because she just started a new job. So, she couldn't come. So, we brought my nephew. We had the time of our lives. I'm trying not to cry, but I think that, like, I, I take a lot of pictures. A lot of pictures, a lot of videos. And, um... I'm glad I have these videos and these moments with my mom now. And two things. One, I'm glad I have these things because I know at some point in some time, I won't have my mom here. I I know that. But the memories we created, well, I will have them forever. I will have them forever. And every year her birthday comes. She doesn't celebrate her birthday, but somewhere in my mind, I'm realizing my mom is getting old mom is getting older she doesn't look she doesn't look old (laughs) credit she doesn't look old but I keep in mind like my mom's getting older so I try to see her a lot more and even if she's going through whatever issue she's going through you know I listen to her on the phone and she may repeat the same things to me over and over and I'm like that's okay that's okay I want to be that ear for her and you know she said to me the other day you know As much as she's going through right now, she would love to pick up the phone and call her mom and tell her mom about it, but my grandma's not here. And for her to say that made her very emotional on the phone, of course, that made me emotional as well, and I'm just like, you know, the relationship we had growing up to now, I'm glad we could have some of the talks that we have that i could tell her how i was feeling or how i felt and there's some things i just haven't really dove into you know but there are some parts i have and to hear her give that feedback on why she did what she did or how she was feeling in that moment it has helped me along in my adulthood mind you i'm 40 now it's it's hard The other side to that is, I said it was two sides. The other side is to the the things I do with my mom now. And the the things I do for the twins, I do a lot for them. And now for Miles as well. There are a lot of times that I do things with them. And I do things for them. And I'm just like, wow. I wish I would have had this when I was growing up. I wish I would have had these talks with my mom when I was 13 and I could express myself, you know? And I remember, um, I won't say her name because she put it in her close friends, so I won't say her name. But one of my girlfriends put it in her her close friends, the same thing. I wish I had the mom that I am to my kids. I wish I had that growing up. And I related to it so much, so much. I'm going to end this episode. We'll talk again next week. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Let's catch up again next week. Bye.